What is going on, folks? Johnny No Cash here. I'm alive, I'm well, and you are listening to episode number 10 of Life with Johnny No Cash. So I just want to say before I start off, hopefully the greatest story you'll ever hear. Thank you all so much for tuning into this series and downloading each and every episode. It has really shown a big spike in the algorithm, so thank you guys so much for that. And also the amount of comments and messages I got regarding the firewood and the from the previous episode. You're right. It was the fucking pine. Once I ditched that <clears throat> type of wood, the fireplace has been working like a charm. I mean, the fireplace is still a piece of shit, but it's not smoking like it was before. So thank you guys so much for that input. Uh, Really saved my ass on that one. So cheers. So without further ado, I'm going to do my best to try and tell the greatest story you have ever heard. So here we go. Well, I'm back. In good old Squamish. That's right. I am downtown Squamish. At the time of recording this, I am doing extremely expensive laundry because they are just, I guess, taking advantage of people that can't afford uh, washers and dryers. So I am in the parking lot. It is a hot day, I gotta say. You know, it's been chilly and uh, warming up and the breeze has been great. But man, I think today is the hottest day that I've experienced in the last couple of weeks. So that's great. Because I'm going salmon fishing right after this. So I'm stoked for the rest of the day ahead. And I hope you guys enjoy your fucking weekend too. So I understand that normally I do these episodes where I kind of do like a recap on the last week and things like that. But I wanted to kind of change things up just a little bit for this one. It is episode number 10 and I wanted it to be a little bit different. The other thing, too, is the last episode was a little dark, (laughs) just talking about death and shit. So I really wanted to brighten the mood, do a 180 with this story that I experienced when I first hit the road. So back when I first decided to do this whole journey, I was in southern Ontario doing my rounds, if you will, of visiting with old friends and family that I hadn't caught up with in a long time. And it was great. There was no timeline, just hanging out for a few days here, a few days there. And if somebody messaged me because I was close to their town, I'd just pop in. And one of my old high school friends had contacted me because he had seen that I guess I was close to his town and asked if I wanted to come by for some beers around six o'clock. I said, hell yeah. Who doesn't want to have beers with an old friend? So he lives in a town called Kempville. And I pulled into town, which is a more of a village. I mean, it's growing. But I pull into Kempville around 3 o'clock, and I got three fucking hours to kill. I mean, what the hell am I going to do for three hours in this fairly boring town, let's be honest. So I get myself a salad. Yeah, a fucking salad. And of course, I can't sit down to eat the thing. So, you know, I get this salad to go, you know. Uh, it was a chicken salad, spicy chicken. So, I mean, you know, there is a 50-50 manly thing there. But I get this salad, and right beside the, the, the shop, there's a beautiful small river that runs through downtown. And there's a bridge that crosses it. 
So I decide I'm just going to sit down. It's calm. It's quiet. It's midday. So it's not really like there's not traffic and there's no not a lot of noise going on. So I decide I'm going to sit down by the river, enjoy this fucking salad <laughs> and try and stretch this salad for three hours. <laughs> okay. So I'm sitting there. I'm just in, taking everything in. And there's a fella to my right. He's about a 50-year-old gentleman. He's fishing. He's got all his tackle box out. He's got everything out. And he's been there for a while, it looks like. So I just kind of shout out to him after a while. Because, I mean, he was only a few feet away from me. It was kind of awkward not to say anything. It's like there's a human being there, so you should acknowledge them at the very least. At least say hi. That's the Canadian way. So I just call out to him. and I'm like, hey, did you catch any seaweed today there, bud? And he's like, well, no. But there's a largemouth bass, about five or six pounder right there. And he points into the river and sure as shit, there's this dark fucking figure. I'm like, that's a big fucking fish. And he's like, I've been fucking at this guy all day. And he pulls out his tackle box and he's like, see these spinners? These never fail me, but it's not biting. I'm like, well, fucking keep on trying, man. Like, I'll keep you company. I'm just sitting here eating my salad. I got time to kill. So we just start shooting the shit, and he's tossing the line in, tossing the line in. And right across the way, there's a young lad, maybe 11 years old, and he's fishing. He's got this big Superman shirt on. He's got his bike there and his little tackle box. And I mean, the, fi- the, the river's only about 35 feet wide, so I mean, we could really see the kid. So the kid must have heard him say largemouth bass because he ended up calling over and he's like, is there any fish over there, guys? We're like, yeah, there's a largemouth bass about 15 feet out. You want to come by? And he's like, yeah, I'd love to come by fishing. So he fucking packs up his tackle box, hops on his BMX, and all you see is his little Superman shirt biking across the little bridge. And he comes over, squeals in, pulls all his gear out. And he's excited, right? He's like, man, I've been sitting over there for hours. Not a single bite. Not a single bite. None of my friends want to come out. They're all on the internet. They're all playing video games. My dad's at work. So I was just out here fishing. Like, well, yeah, man. Fucking pull up some grass and hang out with us. So we're just shooting the shit, having a good old time. And he points out the largemouth bass. And he's like, oh, my God. I've never caught a largemouth bass. I've only caught a smallmouth bass in my career of fishing. I mean, this kid was into it. Well, right at that very moment, the old fella goes over and pulls out one of these spinners. And he's like, you know what this is? He's like, yeah, it's a spinner. He's like, well, no, this spinner right here, this will hook almost anything. Yeah. And I want to give it to you. He's like, Really? You're giving me a a lure? And he's like, oh, they're only about three or four bucks, but why don't you put that on your line and you toss it out there and give it a shot? I've been trying at it all day. So the kid hooks the lure on. We're all just sitting around shooting the shit, just enjoying the day, enjoying our company. There's like three complete strangers that are now socializing and kind of bonding at this moment. So the kid starts tossing the line in. And the old man's like, no, 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 you got to toss it over the fish and slowly, slowly reel that in. Then they'll fucking bite. Well, sure as shit. 
Boom. The kid gets a fucking bite, yanks the fucking line up. He's like, I got it. I got it. The old man comes over to him just behind him. He's like, all right, boy, your line's only an eight pounder. And that's a five or six pound largemouth bass. And it's a fighter. So you got to be careful. Just slowly reel it in. Give it some slack and slowly reel it in. So the kid is listening to this guy's every word, hanging on to it. And he's slowly bringing it in. He's got it. He's got it. You should see the look on this kid's face. Just pure fucking joy. Finally, you can see the fish emerge from the water. He's bringing it up further and further and further. And boom, fucking line snaps. Fish smokes the fucking shoreline. You'd think the thing was dead. The kid loses his mind. He's like, I almost had it. Nobody will ever believe that I caught a largemouth bass. We're like 15 feet above the shoreline. There's this big bay that we're at, and there's no way down there. We're like, pull out your phone and take a photo and tell your friends. He's like, no, no, I got to hold it. How do do I get down there? So we're trying to brainstorm. We're like, well, how the fuck can we get this kid down there? Human train. That's right. The old fella grabs me by my wrist. And he holds on to the barrier and the young lad starts climbing down his body and my body. And I've got this child by my right arm holding on for dear fucking life. If I drop this kid, I mean, that could be a broken ankle, man. So I'm holding on to this kid. I'm like, you got it. You got it. He's like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. He finally hits the ground. He's got on the shoreline, runs over to the fish, and he holds this fucking thing up like a trophy, like a player in the Stanley Cup finals, winning the damn trophy of his life. Everything has kind of boiled down to this very moment holds it up and you should see the look on his face so he hands me the fish and i hand it up to fella and we're pulling this kid back up on shore we got him we got him hoist him back up finally he he grabs the fish and he's holding it you know like it's some insane soccer player but god damn it this kid has just finally caught something that he can check off his bucket list so we pull out his phone and he's like, I got to prove it to my friends and my dad that I caught a largemouth bass. It's my first one. The moment we started snapping photos of this kid, his look went from pure joy to pure pride. Just pure confidence. Like he had been doing this shit for years. <laughs> we pull the phone away and he just comes right back to reality. He's just grin ear to ear. He's like, well, I don't know. I don't think I should keep this thing, you know, like. And the, and the old fellow was like, you know, man, like, I don't know if you should really eat it out of the river here, but you, you probably could. But, you know, it's probably best to throw it back. And the kid's like, yeah, you're right. So he he leans back and, you know, it's a good 15 foot drop to the water. So he just lightly tosses the fish in and a fucking course. Boom smokes the water belly up. Fish is dead on arrival, just twitching like a fucking bird and the kid just loses his mind he is screaming i killed it i killed it oh my god what have i done i should have just kept it and brought it home and showed my dad we're like no it's okay man it's okay just calm down these things happen and the old man comes over and he looks at him he has his arm around him we're almost all bonded at this point and the old guy just leans into him and he says to him Real calmly, he's like, you know, you just gave the other animals in the river breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Circle of fucking life. Circle of fucking life. 
And the kid looks at him. He's like, seriously? He's like, there's snappers in there that'll eat that thing. I'm telling you, kid. And right at that very moment, no word of a lie, a snapping turtle came out of fucking nowhere, grabbed that fish, and dragged it right to the bottom. You just saw flesh being broken apart, coming right to the surface. Our eyes were like baseballs. Our jaws were on the fucking ground. We were like, what the fuck? How the fuck? fuck did this happen like is this serious and the guys just constantly repeating circle of fucking life honest to god we just witnessed national geographic shit in real time i had sat there for maybe an hour and gone through this entire circle of events from beginning middle and end and we're just standing there watching this fish being completely tore apart by a snapping turtle and the snapping turtle must have been bigger than a fucking base or a basketball it was huge and we're sitting there we're just taking all this in and at that moment we had realized that our day was done we had kind of come together three different generations you know with one common interest and within an hour we had bonded we had met each other we had gained respect for one another and we just shook each other's hands and parted ways it was the most bizarre but natural departure I think I've ever experienced so as I'm walking back to the van with my empty contain- salad container, I'm just reflecting on everything. You know, a lot of kids are just sitting inside playing video games and, and a lot of parents are glued to the TV and the news and whatever other people are experiencing. And what we had gone through at that very moment was something that could never be recreated. I don't care if you're Steven Spielberg or Stephen King trying to write Stand By Me Part 2. Like, that is the stuff that memories are made of. That kid's life, maybe not for the rest of his life, he's still got his teenage years, but for the next little while, this is going to be a highlight for him. And to be honest, it's a highlight for me. It was just so wonderful to reach out and three people kind of coming together and the camaraderie that we had kind of gained that day. Now, once I got back to the van, I started her up, kind of going through everything in my head, and I start driving back towards downtown Kempville, and I I approach the bridge, and all I see is this little bike and a Superman shirt coming towards me. And the look on that kid's face, grin ear to ear, Sparkles in his eyes. His cheeks were rosy and just so red, full of excitement and joy. He didn't see me, but I saw him. And it was just such a beautiful conclusion of a wonderful afternoon that would have never happened if I hadn't got that fucking salad. (laughs) So, man... I really hope that this story has made you smile as much as it has made me smile. I'm sitting in my van, I'm cooking, and I'm smiling like fuck, even though it is hot. So, I hope you enjoyed this story. I 
it's always so nice to revisit and relive it. And if you guys enjoy more of these story type things, you let me know because I'll, I have lots of them and I'd love to do more. But just think next time. Next time you want to, you know, watch TV midday. Why don't you go outside, talk to somebody, somebody you don't know, say good day. You never know what's going to happen. You really don't. And it could turn into a memory that you'll never forget. So thank you all so much for your ears today. I'm Johnny No Cash. If you want to check out my social medias, it's Johnny No Cash Official for Facebook and Instagram. If you want to email me, you can email lifewithjohnnynocash at gmail.com. If you want to pick up some merch to help me make more content, more on time, you can go over to johnnynocash.bandcamp.com and pick up some merch. So thank you all so very much for your time today. I hope this story has brought you a little bit of joy. And until next time, I love y'all. A staggered motherfucking crawl. Out. <laughs>